I am Puerto Rican, I'm black. So anything that I do, first, I, re, I will be reflected on me because I'm black. And second, I will be reflected on me because I am Puerto Rican. What's your favorite joke? I don't have a favorite joke. You don't have a joke that, that's your go-to joke? Um, yeah, it's really long, though. All right. Well, let me do mine first because okay. mine's short. All right. Why are black people tall? Why? Because they're Negroes. <laughs> that is so terrible. Rest in peace. I had a white guy. His name was Sean. He committed suicide like a few years back. The funniest guy mm. on earth. Mm. White as hell, but he grew up around black people, and he mm-hmm. was the funniest dude. And he would, and he goes in the back of the bus. He would just tell racist jokes, and that was the one that I never, ever, ever forgot. And I'm black and Spanish, so mm-hmm. like he would throw both jokes at, and it was just the funniest shit. And people would laugh and beat him up. And nobody touched that, but he was funny. He was one of those guys you just loved him. Yeah. He was just funny, so yeah. All right, that let's one. start with with your interview. You want to start with my interview? Yes. Welcome <laughs> to the Celine Show. I'm here with Soul Frito. Hey! <laughs> I don't know his real name. <laughs> A lot of people don't know my real name. That's what's funny. I was at the cafe yes when, when when whenever you didn't work Monday, and the young guy that was there who accent no, it was a chubby little guy Cody. He's not even chubby, he's like normal size no nah, he's chubby Cody. Yeah, a little bit um I said, oh man, my buddy isn't here and um and so you're already derailed and <laughs> it happens it happens, but I cannot. Remember your name? I was like, So Frito. He's <laughs> like, Oh, yeah, he makes the cold brews. Now you're gonna leave. Oh, yeah, wait, we're interviewing. <laughs> no, no, no. Now you're gonna leave. You're gonna leave, por favor. But what was your, um, no, no, I'm gonna leave now. Let's finish that. You're gonna leave, por favor. Who's, gonna, who's going to make the cold brews now? Google, man. Google it. I did. Well, you taught me how to... You, you told me how to make it, so... I told a few people how to make it. That's the because kind of person I am. That you like it. You knew that you were leaving? No, no. Actually, I did it. That's funny. No, 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 no. I did oh, it. subconsciously, I, it was there. No, no, no. no. I, I, I... I've been fortunate enough to where I haven't had to pay people to teach me things. Mm-hmm. They just want to teach me because they see that yearning for knowledge that I have. So what is your background in, in the coffee business? I have no background in the coffee business. Okay. You know what my background is? Mm-hmm. My abuelo was straight from Cataño, Puerto Rico in La Casa. He was a hibaro. He was, he loved his coffee. He mm-hmm. did it old school. He used to have a sock. He would have his fucking black, I'm pretty sure it's probably Bustelo. He would have black, black, <laughs> black grounds, put it in a sock, ground it uh-huh. up, and pour hot water of it, and like it would slow drip out of this sock. He passed away in 1993, and to this day, I'm going to be 30 this year, to this day, I still remember how he made and drank his coffee. How did he make and drink it? How did he drink it? Did he just drink it black? Black. Black. How many times a day? I remember him, I just remember him, because unfortunately, you know, he had his demons, Mm -hmm. and so I I didn't get to see him much or often, but when Mm -hmm. I got to see him, I remember it, which is weird. And that's a good connection that you have. Right. So. That you remember that. Yes. And when I got hired at another place and they asked me my coffee story, that's the story that I told them. 
that's my favorite story. And I don't know why, because so, I didn't know him that much. So how long, when you say you got hired at another place, was it another cafe shop or? No. So I moved here from Northern Virginia. Mm-hmm. I lived there most of my life. And I moved here because I was in search of myself. I lost myself. I, I'm a pretty, you know, grounded person. Yeah. I have morals and codes, and I lost them. And there's nothing worse than losing your codes as a person with code. Why do you think you lost it? What happened along the way? I got older. When you get older, you see things that, that you thought were miss as a kid. And then you realize, like, no, that really happens. Mm-hmm. And you can prepare your mind all you want, but until it happens. Mike Tyson once famously said, uh-huh. you can have the best plan in a fight. But let's see what happens when you get punched in the face, how much you stick to that plan. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing. I'm pretty sure I messed it up. Yeah, yeah, I don't but know. that's I don't what he said. I don't know quotes like Mike Tyson, but... <laughs> He's got some good quotes. He got some quotables. He may talk like this, but he, but he got, he got some quotables, okay? I quote in his voice, though. But, I, but that's the thing. If I knew the quote verbatim, <laughs> let me see if I can find it. If I can find it, it'll be funnier. So while I'm searching... While you're searching, yes. I think that um, I would like to thank you for introducing me to... Uh, some new coffee flavors, some new ways of drinking coffee. Because for the longest time, I was the basic chick. Can I have a caramel macchiato? <laughs> yep, caramel macchiato, white chocolate mocha, pumpkin spice latte. Lattes. Lattes. And uh, you did. You completely just opened up those taste buds and introduced me to different ways. And you didn't make me feel weird about it either because any time that I go to a cafe, whether it be, you know, Starbucks... You can say them, the green aprons. Them, or, you know, anywhere else, really them. Um, I get kind of like a judgy look, like... But I asked you for suggestions. You asked me what I like, and I told you, and you're like, all right, this is what I can make you. <laughs> And then it just, then I just like now have like a go-to. So, and I'm kind of sad because it, it the, that the cold brew didn't happen in the winter or no, it did. It was still kind of cold. It snowed. And I was doing cold yeah. brew? No, a little bit after. But I mean, the point is the close proximity to cold. So now I don't know what I'm going to do when it gets warm. I mean, cold, like what's going to be my go-to warm drink? Warm drink? Mm-hmm. You got to, well, here's the thing. <laughs> I have always been the kind of person who, if this was popular, I went for the underdog mm-hmm. because I couldn't afford the popular thing. Okay. So I would take whatever I could get and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. So I, as I got older and, and capitalism and all that bullshit and materialism hit, I didn't care about having the best Jordans or the best coffee. Or, mm-hmm. I just take what I can. And when you try certain things... You get to learn different things mm-hmm. for different moods. So when I ask somebody to come in and go, hey, I don't know what I want, you can't judge them. How can you judge somebody mm-hmm. on things they don't know? Right. If so you don't know what the hell cold brew tastes like, how am I going to, oh, you don't know what cold brew tastes like? How dare you? You've never had that You've never before? had that? Do you, do you know coffee? under a rock. Yeah, a coffee rock <laughs> that only serves hot coffee. coffee beans. Yes. You are under the bean. Did you find that quote? See, we're, yes. we're already See? deviating from the topic. But you're which... not supposed to put yourself on blast like that. No, All but... Right. Mike, Tyson, a... Mike Tyson once said, everybody had to plan until they get punched in the mouth. That's what he said. That's what he said. That's what he said. And in a way, that's how you felt. And then you came down here in search of yourself. I was in search of what I lost. When people go searching, mm-hmm. they don't. You search for what you really lost. Right. Oh, I'm gonna search for, for that new things. Part of yourself that 
yeah. is missing. It's missing. Mm-hmm. And I was missing me being, you know, funny and me being open-minded, mm-hmm. me being trying new things. I was always very close-minded. Mm-hmm. I'm my father's child. He's stubborn. Mm-hmm. The 55-year-old father that my wife talks to, I don't know who that open-minded, conscientious objector is. I have no idea who that guy is. I, The 28-year-old, 30-year-old father I remember was uh-huh. very close-minded. You do this, we're going to do this. Hey, try this. No. But because he was raising a, a child. so you're, you're. No, 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 no. He just wasn't like that. That you remember of. No, no, no. I remember. That you remember of. I I have the same feelings about my mom. Okay. Same thing. Like, oh, man, she was always, like, so strict and so this. No, no, no. He wasn't strict. He was stubborn. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Miguel, you should should try this drink. For what? I have my drink. I know what this tastes like. Yeah. And I used to judge him until I got older and I got comfort. Mm -hmm. You have comfort in ordering the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So did you find yourself kind of being your dad at that point and then yes came over here and I was being my father in many ways mm-hmm. other than being stubborn mm-hmm. and my father was divorced for a reason from my mother mm-hmm. and as a married person I had to that's really not that's not wanted. what I wanted being raised as a divorced kid that shit is rough mm-hmm. and that's why I'm always smiling that's why I'm always laughing because yeah. I've seen pain in the closest and worst way possible there's nothing harder than seeing your mother cry because mm-hmm. your father Made her cry. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. So I always like to make people laugh. You know? So what made you choose this area? And then we'll get to how you got to Por Favor. Okay. So this area mm-hmm. is the seven cities, the 757, as, woo, the, woo. as the hood folk would say. <laughs> this is the home. I'm a hip-hop person. My father made me a hip-hop guy. This is the home of the Clips. This is the home of Pharrell Williams. Mm-hmm. This is the home of Timberland. This is the home of many, Missy Elliott. Missy Elliott, yep. You know... Who, who else are we missing? Teddy Riley. Well, he's not from here, but he lived here in Influence. Teddy Riley. Um, How about that other guy that was recently in some argument? Pusha T. That's the clips. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that was 2002. Mm-hmm. You know? This is 2018. Yeah. But they were always so dope. And when I say I'm from... In, in hip-hop, it's regional. Or at least mm-hmm. it used to be. Now the internet killed all the borders. Yeah. But back in the day, y'all from the West Coast. Y'all from New York. Hey, I'm right. from down south. We're from Virginia. Who the fuck gave a damn about Virginia? Yeah, who would have thought that all these artists... Made you proud. Mm-hmm. Well, they solidified us. So mm-hmm. when I'm in the hip-hop circles, if I'm trying to look fresh or fly, and like, oh, yeah, like the clips. Oh, yeah, like for real. Mm-hmm. So this area gave me that stamp of mm-hmm. no matter where I go, that was my passport. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to know. I always wanted to live here. And there's a place called Commonwealth that I worked at that was influential in the scene here as well. Mm-hmm. And I worked for them up north, but never here. So, and we will get to the cafe, but I'm more interested in right now because you had these big hopes and because of the hip-hop influence and you coming back here. So, what did you think living here and immersing yourself in, in this area? I understand why it won't blow up. I understand why mm-hmm. a superstar comes out of here once every six years. Mm-hmm. I understand now. And it's not a bad thing. It's just I learn. You learn things, right. you know? It's like when you meet your hero. It's like, shit, he's having a bad day. Yeah. But you, you'll remember him for his bad day than mm-hmm. all the times he saved the world, which is yeah. a, that's a human mentality, which is terrible. So here, I learned a lot. There's so much talent here. Oh, there definitely is. On any genre. Mm-hmm. There's a young lady named Opal D who is so 
she's I don't know she's not a rapper she's just eclectic, eccentric, whatever. She's just on a whole different platform Mm -hmm. that I wish the world would know more about. But if you look at her, you wouldn't think superstar, but she is. So did you have a plan about what you were going to do here? Or did the cafe kind of just fall in your lap? The cafe fell in my lap. I had no plan here. I went through a lot of hells here, personally. How long before (laughs) before the cafe happened? A year. Really? Yep. A year. What was going on that year? I learned the importance of being a man mm-hmm. as far as a family man. Yeah. It's not easy to transport a family and relocate not a family. All. Financially, physically, emotionally, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So. And you're only a couple hours away. I mean, you're not. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So it was like, damn, I can't imagine if I was in like... You know, yeah, across the, across the country. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I learned. But I, I'm stupid. I'm the kind of person where if you take notes and tell me to prepare myself for it, I will ignore all of it. I got to be in it and then mm-hmm. go, damn, if I had just listened, I would have avoided that. But if I didn't go through what I went through, I wouldn't have the lesson. Right. You know? Because you do. You do pick up different lessons. And <clears throat> for someone such as myself, I do prepare. I do plan. But... <laughs> And I and I even when I'm planning and I'm preparing, I know, I know. Oops, sorry. Nice. I know mm-hmm. that somewhere along the way, my plan's not gonna happen the way I want it to, and I have to learn to roll with it because there's been a lot of times where shit, the plan didn't happen the way I wanted it to, and I'm disappointed. But that's all part of growth. Correct. And that's what I went through. That's what you went through. Yep. I grew. And I realized. In a year. In a year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. And I believe it because, I, you know, in, in my, my personal life, my own past year, there have been so many changes. And I have evolved. And you do. And you, you learn parts of yourself that you're like, oh, man, I have that strength and I never knew it. Or I'm like that kind of person I never I never knew I could go through something like that and still make it out and you're here oh yeah and good thing that you are here yeah yeah, yeah. I, I would never like I don't want to go away if that makes sense yeah so nothing that I do do I think and so perish uh do you think that the cafe did bring back that spark because walking into that cafe in the mornings I knew I was gonna smile that's dope I knew I was. I knew that I was, if it was you that, who was there, I knew that, all right, I'm not only getting my good coffee, but I'm also getting a, a good smile, a you know, good attitude, and my day is just going to start off right. All right. So I'm going to give you a very calculated answer for coffee knowledge, because this may end up in a coffee interview Perky. one day. Hey, Perky Podcast. <laughs> well, that the could barista. go both ways. I, know, right? I don't know about that. I mean, you know... <laughs> Perky. <laughs> so much for calculated. All right. So much for calculated. All right. So as far as that, like, you know, to keep it calculated and talk about the coffee experience in the cafe, my background. My background was never in coffee, per se. Mm-hmm. But my background is in customer service. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen the movie um, American Gangster with yes, Denzel Washington? Yes. Okay, there's a part in there that's very important that a lot of people don't talk about. It's when him and Bumpy Johnson, when the main character, Denzel Washington, 
and Bumpy Johnson are in the store, and they're waiting to get, you know, the service. And it's empty. It's a huge store. It's like a department store. Mm -hmm. And he's like, look at that. Where's the customer service? You know, where's the, you know, whatever. Now, mind you, that was back in the 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s. We're in 2018, where technology reigns supreme. So if you think the disconnect between people and service was then, imagine it's what it is now. now. It's greater now. My whole experience in my life was to, what can I do for you? Mm-hmm. Not as a punk, not as a, you're better than me. It's like, right. hey, you, you want a coffee? Hey, you want a new coffee? You want to try something different? Hey, mm-hmm. oh, this is dirty. I'll clean it. Oh, you need a straw? Like, right. That's not a big deal to me. Do you think it's a cultural thing? Yes. Absolutely. My grandmother was the most hospitable person mm-hmm. in the world. My grandmother is an American classic. Mm-hmm. And once again, Rican who came to New York, now she thinks she's a Mexican. Viva Mexico. Mm-hmm. Which that's how she is. But she was always... <laughs> always that's right, Viva hey, here, Mexico. That's right. Hey, <laughs> here's this. Hey, what do you right, need? Right. Hey, I'll what give you, you a ride. Mm-hmm. This is a lady who would have like six different families living in her home in a one-bedroom yeah. apartment. Yeah. And then you'd ask her why. Oh, they need a place to stay. How dare you question me? Mm-hmm. So for me, that was just normal. Mm-hmm. And the American culture is not like that. Right. American culture is capitalist. What can you do for me to make me money? Right. Right. I'm not like that. I was never raised like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't learn about money until this past year when I needed it. <laughs> and I didn't have it. I was like, shit, this what? is important. What do what I need to do? What, is what do I got to do? <laughs> but as far as that whole experience is concerned, Coffee shops are, in my opinion, from what I've learned, because I was basically running Port Favor, like, not like... Now, you were the complete. manager? What was I don't know what the hell title. I was. I don't know. My, my title was the spirit. I was the fucking mm-hmm. spirit. I was the... What's the shit? I was the respirator. CPR. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was the... Resuscitating. Yeah, resusc- yeah that, that's the guy I was. Giving life. Give, giving life. Mm-hmm. If you've been smoking for 80 years and now you got lung problems, here you're walking around, but you need that air. Yeah. And that's all I was. Mm-hmm. You know, they didn't have that. They say a coffee shop is, you know, 80% vibe, 20% product. Mm -hmm. Starbucks coffee is shit. But there's a vibe there. But it's Starbucks. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a name and it's a particular person. They're there and it's their own vibe. Do you know when I was depressed, whenever I was depressed... Because I didn't drink Starbucks for years. My wife mm-hmm. loves Starbucks. Mm-hmm. So she made me a Starbucks whore. I was a gold card member at one point. It was that bad. Welcome to the club. No. <laughs> it was real. What I would do is, when I had no money, poor, just paid all my bills, nothing, my wife's driving me nuts, my baby's crying, my job's getting on my nerves, I would buy a cigar and a Starbucks coffee, and I felt rich. Mm-hmm. Starbucks makes you feel rich. Mm-hmm. It does have that level of... Who was the first brand to make $5 coffees acceptable? Yeah. This size. Mm-hmm. What size is that? A fucking small. <laughs> <laughs> a tall. A yeah, tall. Excuse me. With me, people already know that. Mm-hmm. What people don't have nowadays is that feeling of, like, dude, when I first week there, I, when I walked from behind to go get your plate, they were like, did he just grab my plate? Are we supposed to tip this guy now? Yeah. <laughs> Do I leave my dish here? Like, uh-huh. hey, you need anything else? Did he just ask me if I need anything else? Yeah, because they thought they were in a Starbucks environment where... Now, here's the thing. People think that that's not profitable. That's not true. Oh, it definitely is. You keep people coming back. You just said I come in every morning. 
Every, and she comes in every, every single every morning, morning, if not almost damn near every single morning, Monday through Friday. Monday through Friday, Saturday and Sundays, I take off because I don't have to go to work and sit in traffic. So, yeah, it is. And it, and like I said, every day I just knew I'm getting my coffee and I'm getting a smile. smile. And, you know, even for accent, he's easy on the eyes. So. I'm like, I'm getting my coffee and I'm and I get to look at this, this yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me look at him real quick. I had somebody tell me that. They're like, they're like, I don't know what he's saying, but I love I looking don't know at him. What he's saying, I don't. It's just like, oh. He needs to make me laugh. When people would leave, he would go, How are they? Messed up my order. I know, right? But it right. doesn't matter. You're adorable. He's so cute. Yeah. He was like walking by and I'm working with him, and like people were leaving, and he would go, How are they? And I was like, I said, Jonathan, what the hell did you just but say? You know what? There are there are personalities there. Uh-huh. There definitely are. But I've only met, well, I've met, I don't know how many baristas there are there, but I've met four. I've met two females. No, I've met five. I've met two females and three men. Mm-hmm. You, Accent, then the little chubby man. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the chubby man. The one girl. Right. And then another girl with dark hair. Tasha, who is really awesome. I love her. The deaf. Each one has their own little quirky personality. And, like, the little chubby guy, I like him. I just, like, want to put him in my pocket. And he's funny. He, he seems like he's a really funny guy. He's funny. And uh, Breaks just, everything, but he's funny. He, yeah, he seems like he's got personality. He'll probably be my new best friend. Sorry, no offense. He's probably going to be my new best friend. But um, accent, maybe, if I learn to understand him. <laughs> <laughs> There's a difference between Spanish and Puerto Rican Spanish. Boricua oh, yeah. is a very different Definitely dialect. Very different. So I don't even want to attempt speaking Spanish to <laughs> him because it's not going to happen. Even if you say correctly, he probably still know what you're saying. Like what? Yeah. No, but going back, that that locally owned, very like unique establishment of a, like, a coffee shop, there are unique personalities. And it brings something different each time you go in there. And it's not your regular cafe either because you guys have musicians. You guys have salsa dancing. You have a theme every single day. Mm -hmm. Was that something that you had a part in? That was everything I did. Everything. And what inspired all that? What was it that you saw that was lacking? Well, first of all, it's called Por Favor, and they didn't have no Spanish flair. Mm. Which drove me nuts because mm-hmm. I love names. I've had like eight different pseudonyms since I was 17, starting out of my whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. One out of my to be who I was. I love mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. I am a character. Yeah. So what attracts different people is characters. You said there's unique people that are mm-hmm. quirky personalities. Correct. But the main character didn't have a personality. The main character was the cafe. Right. And the main character sucked. Mm-hmm. Maybe he knew his lines, but his delivery sucked. Right. He has the looks. He's like he's like accent. It was very stale. It was stale. Now, I've had a hashtag for like a few years now called representing with flavor. Mm-hmm. People make fun of me because I always have a Puerto Rican flag mm-hmm. on me somewhere. Uh huh. You know, there's, there's two. You know, for no yeah. why? For what? On your laptop. On my laptop. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, I I was always that person because I mm-hmm. am mixed. Mm-hmm. And I would have one side tell me I can't be the other side. And I, and I thought that was the stupidest shit in the world. Mm-hmm. So with me, I always made it a point to always add something for you to remember me. 
Now, yeah. when you go into Por Favor, yeah, the name's catchy, but a lot of people said Por Favor. They didn't get it. Right. I got it immediately. Oh, I got it immediately, and I was like, my people. Right. <laughs> so that was my mind. Uh-huh. Now, unfortunately, and fortunately, Caucasians rule the dollar. Mm-hmm. So even though we gave something for our people, your right. people may not support it where it counts. Right. You would love for them to do so, but you got to also mm-hmm. appeal to the other crowd. To the masses. The masses. And mm-hmm. I understood that. So, you institute, you know, I had Motown Mondays. Because mm-hmm. they used to play the same channel and it was terrible. It was stale. It was like, dude, get some soul in this bitch. Right. Please. I'm a soul baby. <laughs> I love Al Green. And you're there for hours. So, you got to enjoy it. I got to enjoy it. Yeah. So, if I'm making your drink and I'm depressed, your drink is going to suck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I would do Motown Mondays, Take It Easy Tuesdays, Throwback Thursdays, mm-hmm. you know, Salsa on Sundays. I love salsa. Mm-hmm. Salsa is a big part of my life. I wish I loved it too, but I just, I, I dance like a robot, so. I mean, it happens. I saw you. It was funny. I, I, had I was your, also very embarrassed, so, I mean. But see, I don't, I'm not, you know. You're not, because you're I'm cool not embarrassed. Guy. I'm not even cool. I just, what the fuck, I don't, you know, whatever. So. <laughs> They didn't have the Spanish flair. They didn't have the music. Music is, you know, important. Mm-hmm. You know, when you walk in, if you're hearing something like, you're just like, yeah. Gosh. But if you walk in and you're hearing Kinky mm-hmm. Reggae by Bob Marley, you're mm-hmm. just like, Kinky yeah. Reggae. Now, right, I totally get with this. Yeah. I'll, try, I'll try something else. They didn't have that. Mm-hmm. Um, Spanish things. We added, well, excuse me, not Spanish. Puerto Rican things. Uh-huh. Our culture, right? White people love to buy into other people's culture. Oh, they definitely. You know do. why? Because they don't have one. They don't. Have one. <laughs> they and don't. I say that respectfully. No, but they don't. I mean, and one thing I will say: Spanish culture is very colorful, very bright, and it also is a reflection of the person. I think uh, representing with flavor. Representing with flavor. There you go. That's me. Mm-hmm. So if, if I'm, if you come in every day and I don't get to talk to you, but you mm-hmm. go into a cafe that I'm running. And you see a Young Lords book. People don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. The Young Lords were the Puerto Rican equivalent to the Black Panthers in the 70s mm-hmm. fighting for Rican rights in New York and Chicago. Mm-hmm. I'm giving you something. That's right. flavor. Like, oh, shit. I, oh, I didn't know, I know this was here. I appreciated the books that you had. They may have not, I may have not read them, but they were I there. noticed them. And I thought, hey, that's different. And that's cool. Having Juan Bobo as a book. People Juan Bobo. People I mean, don't know what the hell that is. And Juan it was in Bobo. Spanish. Yeah, I know. And I was like, oh, my God, I haven't seen this since I was a kid. <laughs> yeah. So now you come in and now you have nostalgia. Mm-hmm. You know, making, I, I would making coconut flavored whipped cream because I mm-hmm. love coconut. Mm-hmm. I make Coco Loco Cold Brew because I love coconut. Mm-hmm. And I wanted people to try different things. Right. Which you got your signature drink, the Celine. I did. Through that. Because my wife was like, hey, try something different. Mm-hmm. You can't know who you are if you don't try different things. Exactly. White chocolate mocha might be the greatest thing to you until I give you something else. And you go, damn, this is what I was missing on my right. life. This is who I am right mm-hmm. here. And then hopefully in a few weeks, I'm going to give you something else. So introducing new drinks, that was me. Introducing the, back to the Puerto Rican thing with the food, quesitos. Mm-hmm. And they judged me for that too. Did they? Yes. They gave me hell for that. For the casitas? Yes. Who's going to buy it? Is white going to buy it? I'm like, It's like a fucking Danish. Danish. I'm like, dude. <laughs> I said, dude. It's a pastry. Yeah. And I would explain to them. It's good. (laughs) Good sells. Yeah. You don't have to pronounce it. Right. What's a quesito? Yeah. They used to butcher the name. It didn't matter. We we did tres leches for a little bit, but it didn't work out. Mm -hmm. Um, Pastelillo de Guayaba. Mm -hmm. That is delicious. That is a staple Mm -hmm. for coffee. That is the coffee's like bridesmaid. Right. 
my mother's favorite thing in the whole wide world was a cup of Bustelo going car, uh, evaporated milk, mm-hmm. sugar, and a goddamn pasilio. And she would just... Oh, yeah. It was good. I've had a couple. So great. now the masses and even other Spanish people mm-hmm. go like, oh, shit, this is different. I had a Mexican lady. She goes, do people order coffee and casitos? I'm like, yes. On mm-hmm. the island, that's what they eat. They eat right. pasilio. They hate coffee. Right. Coffee's important in our culture. Mm-hmm. So it, it, you know, it fulfilled my heart when I would hear the people tell me, yo, I love that you did this. Oh, yeah. I love that you brought this Spanish into it because mm-hmm. I got the people who own it. Unfortunately, one of them Spanish, but they didn't see. Right. Like, it doesn't have to be in your face flag. No, no but it's just, just have... those, not even hints because they, I think it's like almost like a cultural lesson. Um, and it, and it distinguishes the cafe and it gives it personality and I was there when it I, I went when it was Cafe Mocha mm-hmm. was a fan of the coffee was not a fan of the environment it was very cold it was um, well this is going to end up somewhere and <laughs> that guy with the floppy block of seagull hair is going to be so mad at me the owner I don't know if you ever met him I didn't it's okay um, anyway so uh, <laughs> never got greeted uh, I asked for suggestions, got an eye roll. Uh, so I just went with whatever I knew. I mean, it was good coffee, but did I go, keep going back? I can tell you I probably went back four times. And that's because that damn place is like five minutes from my house. Right. Convenience, not experience. Yeah. I went for convenience. Um, and when I was so excited that it reopened and it was por favor Mm -hmm. and I'm like those are my people I know this it's gonna be good I don't know I don't think I really started going until like last year but just walking in the the way it was like it was different it wasn't very hipstery right (laughs) like it had been before right um the colorful paintings that you guys put up recently. Just everything. It was just like, oh, like I'm invited. Like this is, it was inviting. It was good. Now, let me, yeah. Now here's the thing. When I, my first experience there where I fell in love, like you said, I was around when the hipster movement like was about to blow up. Didn't even blow up yet. I mm-hmm. saw the rise. Mm-hmm. People were calling me a hipster. That's what kind of made me go step away from that game. Cause I was like, yeah. I'm not a hipster. I'm not a hipster. I'm not a hipster. <laughs> But that's so hipster of you. <laughs> and I learned to accept it. When I first got it, the first the name was dope. Mm-hmm. But when I first walked in, like you said, I saw these beautiful pictures. Mm-hmm. I love art. Yeah. And the lady, Mildred, uh, Mildred Rosa, I believe is her name. Mm-hmm. She's from Seven Cities, made them. Okay. Puerto Rican lady. So a Latina, making right. those beautiful things, yeah. supporting that. The hanging lights. Mm-hmm. The thing that said uh, life, good happiness is like a good cup of coffee in a book right, and free Wi-Fi. Right, right. I can't take credit for those things, and I nor will I. Okay. I have to give them credit. Okay. Because that was there before I got there. Mm-hmm. I would never take that away. Mm-hmm. The look was there, but that that feel, feeling wasn't there. It wasn't there, yeah. When you got money, you don't feel things no more, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And when she first hired me, she said... Do you like money? And I was like, no. <laughs> That's what she did. That she was, was just a like, question? yeah. Wow. Because she's a realtor. So right, she, I right. think she was trying to recruit me. I don't so know. So those are her motivations, obviously. Right. My motivation is when I see you, you go, man, I was good what you gave me. Mm-hmm. Hey, the coffee sucked, but damn, that was a good song. Yeah. Hey, you made me happy. Yeah, that was a funny joke. Hey, mm-hmm. thanks for listening. Mm-hmm. Those are things that life has lost. Right. 
How did the alcohol uh, begin? Was that something that, that you inspired? No, what I inspired <laughs> was the name, the uh, calling it Night Coffee. Ah, okay. Because what happened was this guy was trying to, he came in talking about he was a, uh, I don't know, I don't remember what he was, but he was high out of his mind. Uh-huh. And he goes, blah, 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 blah. and I said, okay, I said, do you want a nice coffee? Like, when I'm thinking nice, because I use adjectives that don't pertain to uh-huh. what I'm talking about. Like, you, you want a nice coffee? Like a latte, mocha, something that's not quick drip? Right. And he goes, no, 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 I'm good. I don't want a night coffee. And I was like, damn, that, that has a nice ring to it. Or, I, the, yeah, the alcohol isn't selling. What can I call it? Mm-hmm. Night coffee. Hoping people will come in after hours have a drink. Hasn't worked. Has not worked. Yeah, and I think that, and I think, you know, even Starbucks is trying to do it. They deaded it. I read an article. They deaded it. They couldn't dead it. Yes, I think I said it right. They just it, it wasn't conducive to business. It, it just doesn't. I think people think it, it's two separate things. There's bar, bar. There are bars, and then there's there are cafes, and I I just don't think they intermingle. They don't. It would be cool, but they just don't. It will, because I've seen the excitement in people's face. Mm-hmm. We just need. I'm innovative. I can hang out there and be drunk a couple of weekends. Well, that's like, the thing. Totally. Well, that's the thing. We got to figure <laughs> somebody has to come and it might be there. We just don't know. There's somebody who has to create it where that person who goes, oh, I can get hammered there on the weekend. And the person who doesn't But you don't stay think, open late. We stay open until 8. For a coffee shop, that's pretty late. Yeah, but I'm not going like, to, I'm just starting to drink at 8 p.m. That's a good point, too. Mm. Maybe that is too early to, in the people's minds to drink. I mean, I'm not a day drinker. I, at least I won't admit it. But. Do you know, the, you know what the funniest thing is? So when somebody comes in before 12 and they go, can I have a thing? They don't judge me. I'm like, I applaud you because you're going against the grain. You're going, yes, I'm yeah. going to have a Bailey's Irish cream yeah. for, uh, or Irish coffee for yeah. breakfast. Yes, I'm having an espresso martini for brunch. Mm-hmm. Good for you. Good for you. I mean, I would do it, but I have to go to work every day, so. So, yeah, right. I love it. So I'm happy with what I've done. You have done great things, I think. But now the departure. I know. I know. What's the feeling there? I feel I'm very proud of myself. Let me back up. Back it up. <laughs> Did you? Uh, I'm not on camera, so I can't, I, can't, I can't make little movements. But just imagine I did back it up. <laughs> Perky. Yeah, the Perky Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back. Hey, the midnight hour. Hey. Got Celine backing Night it up coffee. in about five minutes. <laughs> um, what brought you here, as you said, was you finding that part of yourself that you lost. Uh-huh. Now, have you come full circle and found that, that yes. piece of you? Yes. So I'm going to be very candid. Mm-hmm. I was with a company for nine years and I lost my job, mm-hmm. which was, to this day, I haven't recovered. I no, thought I did. Hard. I thought I did, but I didn't. Right. From 17 to 26, that was my job. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm a loyal person like that. You right. Know, when I tell people I was at a You're company a Libra. for You're a Libra. We're loyal. I know, we're loyal. We got to keep loyal. it balanced. Mm-hmm. So, I was a great manager. People loved me. When I got to let go, like, a majority, not a majority, but a nice handful of the staff left. Mm-hmm. Because I just I bring something to things. Yeah. I may not be able to bring you a degree or fucking science or whatever. <laughs> what I bring yeah. what's important in life. Mm-hmm. People coming. Right. You draw people. I draw people in. 
what's the point of having a good product if nobody wants to drink mm-hmm. it or eat it, you know, or be there? So right. anyway, when I lost that, I lost that leadership in me. Like, damn, maybe I wasn't good. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wasn't good for the, and like questioning myself. Yeah, definitely. And maybe I'm not as creative as I thought. Maybe I'm not as whatever. Now, on that note, on a professional level, I lost faith in myself. Mm-hmm. On a creative level, I wasn't being creative no more. Thank God I started my podcast because that kept me out of the dark. Mm-hmm. But I wasn't like creative. Right. Like, that's, if I add this with this right. and market it like this, mm-hmm. somebody's going to buy it. Right. That's real value in life, mm-hmm. you know? Well, excuse me, real value in where we are. Mm-hmm. Being there, I got to see a company that was doing bad. And I mean bad. And I'm not saying that to put them down. It's, it shit happens. Yeah, New businesses, yeah. they just, they go through it. Yeah. But small businesses. Small businesses, mm-hmm. local businesses, they go through hell. Mm-hmm. And you really got to watch what you do and, and really watch how you execute everything. So, so this gave you purpose. It gave, not even, no, fuck a purpose. My I purpose think, is my kids. Well, yeah, but it... I'm sorry for it, cursing. It, I apologize. It brought, it brought back that spark. Right. That, not, not of purpose. It brought me back of that m- me mm-hmm. can bring money and me mm-hmm. can bring happiness and people to a place. And I can, I am good. At, I am what right, I thought. Right. Like people are coming to this place because mm-hmm. of me. People are doing this. People, you know, this is growing. Like the business grew. Yeah. Did it make like kajillions of dollars? No. But for what I had and what I was working with. From what I saw <laughs> it, you know, that there were a eh, trickle of people here and there. You go on a Saturday, a Sunday, there are sometimes like no places to sit. Right. Even if you go to the back, there's always like a right. creeper or two back there. <laughs> I had a lady I forgot she was back there She came up She's like alright bye I was like holy ah, shit Like you were there The whole time yeah. What are you doing Hey Hope I didn't Karen? fuck you Heard it yeah got Nobody's here <laughs> Alright so I'll be leaving now I'm like All oh right. shit Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No nice but the, But the, yeah, it, it is A very Happening spot On the weekends Correct And uh, And I appreciate That you Also began Opening Early, I know because, uh, and I think that's when I really, really started coming because uh, opening at eight was crazy to me. It was, yeah. it was crazy because by that point I'm already on at the road. work. Oh yeah, or on the road. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, little stuff like that. But as far as departure, I will say, like I said, it gave me confidence in myself that mm-hmm. damn, I can do it. Yeah, I, I was that good. It got me to be creative. Mm-hmm. I made pina colada whipped cream with rum. Like, that was dope. That, and that shit that was good. It was really alcoholic good. whipped cream. God. I was handing out shots in whipped cream. <laughs> Where was I? <laughs> you weren't, was it was that? a Saturday. Damn. Oh, you know, stuff like that. Uh-huh. Seeing, seeing that I can control, mm-hmm. you know, business or like check the numbers. Right. I hate numbers, but that's life. Right. I can measure the but wind through math. But you were doing it. Correct. You were doing it again. You were back in back that Back in game. that swing. Yeah. But here's what I'm most proud of about my departure. That I actually departed mm-hmm. before it got bad. Yeah. Not bad business-wise, bad for me. For yourself. That is the thing that I learned that I would never do in the past. Mm-hmm. I would stick it out until the fucking house went on fire and because everybody burned Because of your loyalty. Up. Well, if the house is burning, I'm burning too. No. But you got to be loyal to burning, yourself right. and yours. If the house is burning, yeah. get out the house, call 911. Yeah. <laughs> call the fire department. Right, right. So that's what made me proud. Once that I left. Yeah, you left. And what are the plans now? Uh, get my real estate license because after Dang, work... you're going to be a realtor. I'm going to try. You know what? You're going to kill it. 
Everybody keeps stuff. telling me that. Because you sell shit. I know. I was like, here, taste this coconut thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, plan is my kids are going for the summer, which is dope. I, I, this is the longest I've been away from them. Congratulations. Thank you so much. I didn't realize. It's freeing. I don't Jesus. know. I'm hoping it will be because mine will be gone all summer as well. So, you're going to cry for the first like three days, maybe a week, but I'm it's sure. okay. You don't know, you will. I'm sure. My wife shed tears. I've never, I didn't even think I could do that to her. She shed tears that I was like, I cried. I was like, well, fuck. Maybe I do miss them too. <laughs> but no, um, just go back up north where I'm from. I have some, I have a partner up there. We do a podcast and we haven't been able to really do it the way we want because we're three hours away. Right. But we can finally just stick to, he went through some shit. He went through a loss that I have not gone through yet. Mm-hmm. And I was there for him. Mm-hmm. Even though I was so far away. Right. And I think that showed him that, like... Yeah. So, I'm excited to do that. I really would love to do radio. Radio's good. I would love to do radio. I would love to... And just do real estate and make money and take care of my kids. Well, I think you're going to do all those things and more. And I do want to personally thank you on behalf of all of the seven cities... Particularly the little corner on Lynn Haven in and Bo- Centerville. Centerville, yeah. It's Lynn Haven. Is it? It's over there because we're not in Chesapeake yet. Gotcha. Lynn Haven and Centerville, por favor, serving up the greatest coffee with a beautiful smile that will be departing. I know. But thank you so much for sharing so much of yourself. Thank you. And for- thank you for listening. Yes, thank you. And that's a wrap. That's a wrap. <laughs> <laughs>
cuando viejo, dímelo. Ponete 